I think it's with anything that you do. It requires you busting your ass. It requires taking 10 times the amount of action you normally would. Um, because you're not going to go anywhere just sitting still. Yeah. You know. And I don't know about you, but not a lot is handed to me. This is The Real Estate Podcast. A show by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let's hear from our host, Matt Teifke and Alex Kaufman. Morning, everybody. Welcome to the Real Estate Podcast. This is Matt Teifke and Alex Kaufman. Don't really have a topic today, but I've got a couple thoughts. It is uh, Friday. Andrew and I had a, a, a great day yesterday. We were looking at all kinds of projects. We looked at our first project that I saw the system and the uh, ecosystem working. We helped an owner buy a fourplex. We are doing the construction and remodeling full on. $200,000 remodel and we're managing the property as well. So it's like, man, it's all come together. It's beautiful to see. And the more important thing is, uh, this is the first day I've ever seen Alex Kaufman have some coffee. So I've got, I've got some, uh, big hopes for today. I think there's going to be a big deal closing. Uh, Alex isn't a big coffee guy, but for some reason he had a cup of coffee this morning. What's up with that, Alex? He threw me off. He's like, yeah, I'll take some coffee. I just didn't want to be rude. I uh, So I don't drink coffee and actually feel weird right now. I'm <laughs> drinking coffee. But Abe had showed up to the meeting with three coffees, and I also don't eat breakfast either. I try and, even if I'm hungry, I try and eat afternoon. And uh, so to not be rude, I drank the coffee and ate the breakfast taco. And in turn, a big deal is coming. Maybe hopefully, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's uh, everything's going great. You know, today maybe we just give everyone an update on what we have going on. A lot of moving parts. Uh, we've we've built a good team. We're we're constantly trying to get the right people and this big belief that we don't we don't want to and we can't do everything on our own. And in order to have a big company, uh, which is our goal, you know, start in Austin do multiple markets in Texas and then do multiple states, we see the value of having the right people. And we don't want to just keep everything to ourselves. And we uh, we practice what we preach every day. Uh, we do this with our business entities. You know, We've got the branches of our company, construction, remodeling. Uh, we're going to even get into development, management, brokerage, coaching, leasing, lending, wholesaling. And it sounds crazy, but all of these partners that we have are operating the businesses and they're sharp. And they've been doing it for a long time as well. So couldn't be more excited. And even on the same token, whenever we're buying properties, we're all about having people that own the properties with us. We've had two or three deals lately that we've done that we could have easily bought on our own. But we we stick to this belief in having partners, different values. and you know, perfect example, our office building, we brought on two partners. So there's four of us. And one of the partners got us an owner finance from his grandma. And we got amazing terms. I mean, our, our down payment was seven grand each, which probably would have been 14 grand each if we went hard money. Um, yeah. So it's just, it's really cool to see it coming together. And we, Alex and I literally just left a meeting with another one of our partners that were buying a mobile home park slash 
small retail commercial up front in South Austin on Burleson Road. And, um, you know, we could buy it ourselves as well, but we uh, see tremendous value in this other partner and what we can do in the future. And even at that meeting, it was really cool to, (laughs) we were talking about our roles and Abe's like, I'm going to handle this, 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 and that. And I'm like, this sounds awesome. We're literally, you know, we're literally not doing much here. And, you know, there's, we are going to do work, right? Obviously going to help them out and do the, we're going to handle the rent collections and dealing with the tenants, which is going to be a lot, but he's handling the permitting, the construction, the budgets, the bids, the, you know, overseeing everything. And this is uh, probably the second coolest property that I have in mind right now, other than that one in Lano that I've been talking about. Uh, but just super excited and a lot going on. And um, we just kind of want to give you guys that update. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of rambling, but it's just I'm passionate about it and uh, passionate about getting more people to come help us and keep growing and keep pushing. So, you know, tons of exciting things going on. We're same time. We always talk about we're in such a good market. Uh, I told Alex earlier, I just feel like it, this is a dream in a lot of ways. Uh, also got my mom now cold calling 20, 30 people a day. And my dream uh, and my goal is to get in my role and do what I think I'm best at, which is networking, somewhat new ideas, building relationships. And while I'm doing that, to have all of our entities firing on all cylinders. That's the dream is like a million things going on at once. All the ideas and concepts that we know are important to find deals, to make money, to add value, um, and then just be doing what. I want to do. Yeah. It's a lot there, but you got any thoughts on any of that or, um, anything to add? I just, uh, I just felt like just jumping in for a second. No, I mean, it's uh, a lot of stuff is starting to come together and a lot of these entities are in their, you know, infancy phases right now. And so it is kind of, uh, chaotic and they all do require a lot of attention, um, to get up moving and off the ground. Um, but I think that in the future, when everything is firing on all cylinders, um, we'll, you know, we'll probably just look up and be like, well, <laughs> yeah, that's the dream. And yeah. it takes a lot of work to get there. Um, yeah. And still, man, I still have people call. I had a call on the way to our meeting and a call on the way back with people that are just asking me. One guy's an insurance guy asking me how to work on the business and not in the business. The other guy uh, literally just told me that he had uh, crazy, crazy medical thing happened with his brain and it took him out of work completely and he can only work for one hour a day now and he's trying to get into being an agent. He was actually doing construction for a long time, like swinging the hammer and now he has to adapt and so there's just so many things out there in the world and so many people that, you know, you just start helping and things come full circle um, and just having these conversations every day. And I'm always evolving as how I view things and think about things. Um, but it's just, it's special, you know, having you on the team, have Andrew on the team. Um, and it just feels like we're really, and it's funny, man, we've been doing it for a long time, but it really does feel like we're just getting started. Yeah. Well, it's always something new too. You know, I, I like that feeling, um, of getting started on something new. Yeah, dude. I hate the feeling of not having that. I was literally thinking last night while I was laying down, I'm like, what else can we get into? What, what next? Yeah, it's like we're not even started on these other things, but like, and I think it's good. And you know what I've what I feel like I've seen on a lot of businesses is innovation and new ideas is critical. 
you know, simple. I, I think about random stuff, but like Chipotle, for an example, like they were the king at one point of it's QSR, quick serve restaurant concept. And I, th- I think they're still doing good, but like they didn't innovate that much. Like nothing's really changed. They, well, they added nacho cheese. <laughs> there, there you to go. To the menu. Um, I think they added what brisket to the menu. Yeah. So they've innovated. <laughs> but it's like there's these new concepts, and everything's changed with COVID, obviously. But Kava and uh, you know Noon Verts that came out. It's like why wouldn't Chipotle? And and maybe I'm just totally missing it, but. Why wouldn't Chipotle open a Mediterranean version of what they have and a breakfast taco place of what they have and keep out some of the competitors? Um, so, yeah, just constantly thinking about um, how to be innovative. You know? Well, and on, on the point of innovation, uh, so a new thing in the food industry that Gustavo actually pointed out to me, or he took like a, uh, he added to his story on Facebook was, um, instead of like the QSR like you were talking about, in this uh, in the COVID environment, what they're doing is having like you know, almost like I guess what it looked like was you know how like you go to the food court in the mall, it was kind of like warehouse style with these mm-hmm. places, and they're all just distributing out food to go, and like someone comes in there and they can you know, bring out all these ten different restaurants, uh, food to go to the customers, and it's all from this one distribution center, mm-hmm. like that type of innovation. Yeah, absolutely, and. I just feel like if you're not innovating, then someone else is. And, you know, I try to want to be competitive with, you know, what we're trying to attack and how we're attacking it. And so I've also seen a ton of businesses fail. You know, the, people always talk about, like, nobody thought, you know, Sears would would fail or, you know, whatever it may be. Blockbuster. Uh, Blockbuster. Um, you know, may, who knows? Maybe some of these big airline companies. Do you listen to a lot of podcasts? I used to. Um, I I haven't in a while. I just fresh off of not listening to Rogan. I listen to every Rogan episode usually, and now I'm just like, yeah, I got more more important things. Maybe not more important. I just have things to do because I really to, value learning from what they're always talking about on Rogan. We need to get you to the gym. At, at yeah, are you down to try it? I, the gym is the one aspect that I need to be hitting up. Are you down to try? Yeah, it? I'm down. To, I'm down. Definitely. The goal is not to uh, like get jacked and like yeah, know, be, be a bodybuilder. It's just like it's always been on my list. It's something I think about every day, uh, and I know it's it's important. I just have always failed in in thinking that the only thing that matters is business. But just, I know it's important. I get it. Like I, it, it's something I I know that I have to do and I will do. And maybe this is that time to get there. What I think you'll be, and the only reason I said this is that could be a time you listen to podcasts, but. Uh, um, I think you'll find that this is a tool to be more effective in business. I know, I know that. I mean, you just feel better, have better meetings, look better, live longer. I, I'll do it. But anyways, the reason I brought up podcast was, uh, well, we can try it. Come join me if you want. I will. Or go on tomorrow. Long, long runs with Andrew every day. Uh, uh, and long runs with Andrew. I gotta work my way up. <laughs> Guys running ten miles. Um, there's this. Seen him with the shirt off. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> there, there's this uh, podcast called uh, Business Wars that I happened to come across, and you listen to it, and it uh, it talks about you know how two battling companies like say Netflix or Blockbuster or Chipotle and whoever or 
you know, two technology companies or like Gibson and Fender, um, how, what separated the two companies that were competing and the innovation that set them apart. Oh, that's really cool. It is really cool. Um, but anyways, uh, check that out. Yeah, no, that's super cool. Because it is interesting to see what separates the truly great companies um, from those who got stagnant and failed. Yeah. It's so crazy what you can listen to and learn. Uh, you know, we have a podcast, obviously, but hundreds of people with podcasts that have uh, people come on every day. And, you know, I, I go on a lot of these ones as well. And I'm like, man, if I listen to everybody who came on this show, there's probably so much I would learn. And, and a lot of times these podcasts are new and they're getting started. And, um, you know, you might not think of people as being having big names, but they could be super smart. They could be a big name later. Uh, that they don't have to be a big name, but you can learn a tremendous amount from all these people that are doing stuff, and it's just just a function of where you're putting your time, I guess. I, I'm always adapting. Like for first five years of my career, it was learn, 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 learn everything I possibly could. Then the second half of it has been network, network, network. And at some point, maybe I totally shift, and I'm like, all right, I already got the network. Now I'm uh, finding deals all the time. I don't know. Um, but it is interesting to think of it in like seasons in some ways. Levels, seasons. Yeah, level. Yeah. I what I like. I would constantly talk about this is how to be different, and it excites me. It doesn't excite me to do the same thing that anyone else is doing, um, and I definitely don't feel like we're even close to that with our business. But my day to day is like, I want to be the best networker there is, and like run my networking like an actual business. Andrew got a glimpse of this yesterday, like having all kinds of conversations all the time and like staying in touch with these people. Like I, I definitely, I've learned, I, I, I used to not, but now I do a lot better. Um, and so it's like, I'm treating networking like it's a business. And like, it used to be like, how can I help you? That's how I ended the meeting. And now I don't even ask that question because I actually ask other questions during the meeting to figure out what are their challenges. And then I just help them based on that. It's like, how can I help you? Like, I don't know. Or, you know, I, uh, I need a banker. And that's like one little thing. That's what it always comes down to is like when you ask that question, it's like most of the time it's one small thing. And then it's like you can do that and be done. But I can learn a lot more by asking where are they struggling? What are their challenges? And then I can figure out how to help them based on what I see. Find something that they didn't even know they needed. And Yeah, and that's like, to me, that's a huge learning. Um, and that's what it is. These networking meetings is like, how do I constantly evolve to be better at it? And the follow-up and, you know, understanding what they need. And it's pretty cool because I feel like I'm just getting better and better at it. Do you bring that to every aspect of your life in terms of uh – if you're gonna do something, try and do it the best you can. Yeah, if I'm, I mean, like, whether it's something as simple as like, uh, you know, if you and Lexi split chores on the weekend, uh, or if you are uh, reading a book and taking notes, or if you are, uh, uh, no, I don't. I, I, I know that I should. I, the way I go about things is like, I have like a couple goals. And, like, those goals that I have, I'm all in. All in. And so, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I've, I used to be, like, 
all right, you know, every step I take, what's the most efficient place to put my foot or every note is like perfect. And, and that's a good way to go about things. Uh, but the way I do it is like, if I'm committed, like if I'm committed to going to the gym, then I'm not going to touch anything bad. You know, I'm not going to eat anything bad. And sometimes that's a failing strategy. It's easier said than done. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. That's why I'm not going to the gym. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's like business, like networking. Like if I'm, like I'll get on, like I go share our, our Facebook video or our YouTube videos, and I ha I have to share it to every page that I can, and I can't share it to one. I have to share it to a hundred, and I just have to like. So like that type of thing. Like say you, because uh, this is something my experience with um, a lot of things that I do is, um, say you you know we just released a new video and you get on Facebook and maybe it doesn't ever come here because you don't stop but has there been a point where maybe you shared it to two groups and then something happened and you had to get off your phone or George started crying and it's like I have to get back on there as quickly as possible to get to the remaining 98 yeah you know what I mean yeah that's exactly and it's like it, if you don't do it or maybe you had to sit down and eat dinner or something happened uh, for me with stuff like that it it like just circles in my mind, circles yeah. in my mind until it gets done. Yeah, it's um, you know, I think a big part of this came back to uh, my uh, baseball career. Like, I was I was a good baseball player, above average, not great or anything, but I worked really really hard, and it really started in high school. My freshman year, I played baseball my whole life, and Round Rock's a a pretty good baseball city, uh, very competitive, and a lot of people are in the pros that came from Round Rock. And so my freshman year, I didn't make the baseball team. And uh, it was, uh, I cried, it was really depressing because that's all I'd ever done. You know, I wasn't that great of a football player, but I was, I was good at baseball. And so I didn't make the team. And then I literally spent uh, the next year just doing everything I could to prepare for the next year. And I, I mean, like obsessed, like every night I was running sprints, every day I was, uh, you know, training for baseball and then the next year I did make the team and it was like this is like a random story but I remember um, at tryouts they were like and this was uh, even the guys that were older than us and we started at the uh, we started at the foul line and we, he said run to the corner and run back and it's a race and it was a it wasn't a sprint it was a it was like a it, it wasn't that long distance but it was an endurance thing and I won and it was like I had prepared so much. I beat, you know, the guys that are older than me, faster than me, all that, and I beat them. And it was like, to me, it was like such a huge moment. Nobody remembers that, that I won that except me. But the validating thing was I literally thought to myself in this whole process, because I didn't know if I was going to make the team, and it just kept me pushing harder and harder and harder. And I was like, okay. And I was like, this was like, I was like, God, like, I want to make this team. I was like talking to God and like trying to get spiritual and uh, my thing was I'm going to do everything I possibly can to get the outcome I want. And I believed and now believe even more that if you do that, you will get what you want. If you do everything in your power to get where you want to go, I believe you'll get there. And so that's how I've approached a lot of things is like, if I'm going to build this business, I'm, I'm going to be obsessed with it and do everything I possibly can. And I was also reading a book, uh, I'm reading an LBJ book and that was his philosophy. It's like, 
if he like he literally had that statement is like if he wants to get elected for senator or this or that if he does everything he possibly can every day then he'll get there and it's no stones unturned and so that that experience of making the team just validated it for me and then I kind of just have stuck with that for whatever my goals would be at the time are there uh, certain things that are important to you on a business in terms of your performance and the way you show up and, and do things uh, that maybe you think about, maybe you don't. Um, like, for example, with me, uh, that are really important to you, whether you consciously or unconsciously think about it. Like Andrew and I, uh, before we started this podcast, we were talking about uh, being on time. Mm-hmm. Um, like if I have a meeting or mm-hmm. if I am supposed to be on a call or if I'm supposed to show up here for this and I tell somebody I'm going to be there at 945, mm-hmm. um, I have to show up there at a minimum on time or early mm-hmm. uh, and if I don't it really bothers me mm-hmm. um, and I think it really relates back to with me more um, doing what I'm sa- what I say I'm going to do and acting with integrity like if I tell you I'm going to do something mm-hmm. I have to do it mm-hmm. uh, regardless of what it looks like on my end yeah yeah I agree 100% um, I, I uh, used to and I, I always want to respect people's time uh, my my world is so weird that there's some unknowns, and so I yeah I'm I'm late sometimes. Um, I I do mo- I used to get really stressed when I'm late. I don't so much anymore. I'm you know I'm five ten minutes late um, because I might show up to a meeting and I might be on another call, and I'm not gonna just cut that guy's off that guy off. I'm gonna do I'm gonna try to finish it up. Um, but yeah, hundred percent on do what I'm do what I say I'm going to do like if I uh you know tell you I'm going to do it I'm going to make sure that it gets done I'm going to accomplish that task um and I think I can be better on a lot of aspects but um trying to think what would be most important to me um it's more just like ha- really having people's backs and um obviously being a man of integrity is huge um, I don't know. I can't think of. Well, but like, what what does that look? What do you mean by having people's backs? What does that look like? Like, I'll do. I'll literally do. It. Like, if if you're, I'm a I'm a foxhole guy. Like, you want me in your if if I'm your friend, like you want me in your foxhole. I'll do I'll do whatever it takes to to help us get what we need to do done. Uh, no matter what, right? You've seen that. Um, there's been times when you didn't have capital and we had a deal. Alex, I got you. Right. And you've done that to me, vice versa. Um, and that goes a long way. Like not a lot of people do that, you know? Um, so it's like, we're in this together, whatever the, we need to get done, we'll do it. I'll go run my head through that, uh, fence. Really? Um, (laughs) you know, it's just like, and when you have people that, uh, feel the same way, it's like, there's nothing you can, you can't accomplish. So hopefully just maybe getting that across to people. It's like, you know, if I need to go drive to San Antonio for one little thing because it's a partnership that we're in and that's what needs to happen, I'll go do it. So it's just, I guess, having that uh, no problems, only solutions. That's it. I don't want to talk about problems. There's no problems, you know. There's bigger problems in life. Um, Yeah, I, I see, you know, people complain about all kinds of stuff, but it's like, I, don't, I just I just do what needs to be done. Yeah. 
That's interesting. I like that. Because uh, I feel the same way. And I think that there are certain things like that that set people or partnerships or businesses or business partners um, apart from the others that aren't willing to do that yeah. type of stuff, regardless of what it looks like on a personal level, right? Like if, uh, like you said, having somebody's back regardless of what it looks like on your personal level. Like maybe that drive to San Antonio interrupted George's picking him up from daycare or something, right? Mm -hmm. Which it probably did or could, yeah, you know? Or um, I think stuff like that and kind of approaching business and partnerships and uh, your relationships with people um, in a selfless manner um, as like a team player and for the team and not looking out for you as an individual is really what drives things to the next level. Yeah, and just no, no quit. You know, I I, uh, I believe anything I set my mind to, I'm, I can and I will accomplish. Um, I don't mind rolling my sleeves up. Um, you know, it's, it's simple little things like, you know, running a half Ironman. I, I set my mind to it and I did it. And I, you know, I, I believe right now I'm, I'm out of shape like crazy, but I, I, I believe I have the mind. This is how I think. Like I have friends that are Navy SEALs, right? Rob, Rob McLeod. Uh, you guys are, are hardcore. Like I believe this is about both of y'all as well. Like I a hundred percent believe if I wanted to be a Navy SEAL, I would definitely be a Navy SEAL because I will literally die before I don't accomplish what I want to. That's how I think about things. And I, you know, a lot of people are like, I can't be a Navy SEAL. I'm like, Fuck that! I definitely could be a Navy SEAL. I just I don't want to be a Navy SEAL, you know. But maybe that comes back to that baseball. Like, whatever I set my mind to, I'm I'm gonna do that. It's a different. You breed. feel that way? I do. Yeah. I have a lot uh, of people don't. It, it's a lot so of people good. are like, I could never be a Navy SEAL. I'm like, my mind's like, yeah, you could. You just don't want it. It's on. It's on mindset. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying like, I think anyone could be a Navy SEAL. Um, if they want it bad enough. Nobody believed Robert would be a Navy SEAL. I did. You did or did not? I did. I bet money on it. It's a lot of people. A lot of people owe me money. Thousands of dollars. I was like, I will, you know, you find someone like that, that's the thing, is you find those people that are like that and you do not bet against them. Your brother's another one of them? Yeah. I mean, you know, like, if you if you tell me, if Andrew tells me, People that have this mindset, this is what I want to do. I, I wouldn't bet against that. So ha having that with partners on business level, and you have you both have the same goal, or you all three, or you all five have the same goal, then you're probably going to do ten times more than you wanted to. It's interesting though, because uh, like I said, it it is just mindset, and I don't think that, um, like you said. Since I since I you know changed my life and went on a different trajectory than I was on, um, that has been the result. Is like if I want to do something, if I set my mind to it, um, I get it done regardless of what it looks like. Dude, and um, it seems like a a lot of people aren't willing to get to that. Um, maybe point or of no maybe return. they don't want it as bad, you know. But and I don't, you know, I gotta say this like. I respect the Navy SEALs. Obviously, I'm not diminishing what they do. It's mindset, right? And um, I, like, I, in high school, I had an average grade point average. Like, I was not supposed to get into Texas A&M and graduate with a master's degree. Like, that was not what was supposed to happen. 
I had I, less than a, uh, what is it? You know, they go like, I guess, three point, whatever. Mine was less than one. Yeah. Yeah, yours was bad. But, uh, what was but, yours? 2.5. Uh, 2.7, something 2. like, you 7. know. But, uh, my point was, and, and I, you know, people like you are the ones that are really, really successful. Like, that's just how Gary Vee is like that. Uh, but back to the A&M thing, it's like, dude, I wasn't supposed to get into College Station. Like, I willed my way into making that happen, literally. And I wasn't even – when I got there, I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? I'm not going to pass. I willed my way through that, you know. I made friends. I learned. I went in the teacher's office. Um, but I really – I strongly believe – like, I have a master's degree in real estate and, like, not a great student, you know. But I did everything I possibly could to graduate, and I actually did very well. I had a really good GPA, and I won a huge competition, won $1,000 on a real estate project that we did, self-storage. Um, and it's like, it just, it was cool, man. I didn't feel like I was supposed to be there, but but I uh, did everything I possibly could to make it through. It's hard as hell. Like, I, no, nobody, you know, I don't have family that have master's degree. Um, or that like taught me this stuff, but, and it's not about me. It's just the mindset, right? Like it's, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. I think that that is the most important thing is your mindset. Like, are you going to give up or are you at a 40% and are you willing to push it much, much further Yeah. to, to get the desired result and to achieve what you're looking to achieve? Yeah. And we have that. I know that we have that. Um, and if you have, and that's, that's, I actually believe all of our partners have that strongly believe that you know they're our partners for a reason uh so you know and <laughs> my brother will validate it right my brother was a special forces like he'll, he'll tell you that i could do it if i wanted to and he would say the same for you guys uh, but I, and maybe that's rare i mean it definitely is rare but i think people can get there it's just like do they really want that or do they do they just think they want that because i when i say i want it i definitely do yeah, I, uh, Andrew's smiling over there. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know, man. Like I, so how do you, cause so in working in the recovery industry and working with, you know, drug addicts and alcoholics, um, so that's the life or death Aaron here, uh, with alcoholism and drug addiction. It, it's life or death. We're not talking about, uh, coaching someone to go buy a rental. It's like, trying to help somebody save their life um and it's it's a uh, i have you know it's so hard to to change someone's mindset and i don't think you can they have to do it right obviously it has to be come from within someone has to i don't think you just wake up one day and you're like yeah i have this mindset now i don't know if it if it comes through suffering like not making the baseball team, that was like a, a a form of suffering where you're like, that will never, ever happen to me again. I will do whatever it takes to make sure I... I can't go to Travis next year and not see my name on that list. Right. I can't, that cannot happen. Like I, I, I think it, for me, it was through drug addiction and not achieving everything I wanted to. And then finally getting sober and saying, uh, I have wasted, this is how I viewed it, I wasted 21 years of my life. Um, I'm not ever wasting another second mm -hmm. and I'm going to go out and do everything I have to, to get what I want mm -hmm. and nobody's going to give it to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think it probably comes from suffering to where 
that mindset gets instilled in somebody to a certain extent. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, you could get really deep with it in the, the drug addiction space is a totally different world that I actually don't fully comprehend, you know. Uh, but I, you know, maybe when I think about it, it's like my mom was very intense on me and my brother. And she told us everything to do and how to do it and, and how to be better. And maybe I'm, I've been, cause I feel very blessed that I picked real estate early and I was looking at it the same way you just said, but for the rest of my life, like I want to set this up where, um, I'm doing everything I can right now. So I'm never in this other position. And it's like, my mom was a military type leader of our family, single mom in the construction business, uh, you know, raising us still don't know how she did that. Um, but like, Maybe I was like, I never, ever want someone to ever tell me what to do again, you know, because my mom told me what to do for 18 years. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm at that point. You know, nobody can tell me what to do um, because I've busted my ass and, you know, I set up my life the way I want to. And um, and that's also why I'm so passionate about getting this out to other people is because uh, I see how it can change your life. Government can tell me what to do and pay my taxes and all that. But like. I can do it. I don't have a schedule to follow. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying like I'm just independently wealthy. I don't have to ever work again, but I can do, I can do things the way I want to when I want to. But it's a weird spot to be in because, um, it, it's similar in the sense that, you know, talking about the drug addiction world. Um, and, uh, like yesterday I went up to a treatment center to help somebody out and, um, it's similar to, to what you've got going on because you care so deeply about teaching somebody how to get to that point, right? And I'm sure, you know, you've devoted a lot of emotional and mental and physical energy into trying to help somebody get to that point when they showed a desire of some sort. Um, yeah, I hear you. I mean, like... My, my thought on the real estate side is like if you're not if you're not gonna go after it then you don't actually want it the drug addiction side like I want I you know my first thought and I know this has got to be wrong it's like if you're still struggling with it you just don't want it as bad you just think you don't want to be struggling and I know that can't be the answer so we could dive into all that but I was really just if you wanted to we could but I was just kind of sure like I'm, I'm fascinated with like Cause I, I, I'm a big believer in like, what, like I said, like I believe wholeheartedly you can accomplish whatever you want. Um, and so I know there's like chemical imbalances and stuff. And so it's like, that's what I said. Like my first thought is you want to be, you know, you want to not be addicted to drugs anymore. Well then you have to do everything it takes all the time, constant struggle. Um, but it can't be that simple. Like I know that can come off as, uh, like I don't care, which is not true. Like I, I, always want to make sure that I never want to be coming across as like, I know everything I haven't figured out. I just know what works for me and trying to get that out there. But I just feel like, you know, you don't want to be addicted to drugs. Well then <laughs> you don't ever mess with it for one second. You stay so far away with it and you're going to have failures. You know, I don't know. I mean, you, you tell me, but um, I just fall back on it all. Just, you know, making things pretty simple. So with drug addiction, um, it's a little different in, in terms of it is, it is required, you know, when you're in the midst of it 
and you know you could I could explain we could go really deep into all this if you want to but um, it's not as simple as some might think to just say uh, today I'm stopping drinking yeah. and I, I know that and that's why I said that's why I said and, but like on the flip side it's like well you you don't it, do it on the on the other hand um, to get recovered and to stay recovered um, it does require a ton of action right so whatever you're trying to achieve mm-hmm. definitely requires a lot of action you're not just going to wake up one morning and say i don't want to do drugs or alcohol anymore and therefore you know it's just going to come into your life it's to this day today's actually five years sober um is that why you had that coffee no <laughs> but today today congrats man thank you so today's five years sober and five years later um i still take the spiritual action required to to stay sober mm-hmm. and to live the life that I do. It's not like uh, so you're doing everything you can every day to not do that. Yeah. It's, but I don't like painting the picture that it's like a struggle to stay sober. Cause it's not, I don't wake up every day and think about like, man, if I can just get through the day and stay sober, it's, it's not a struggle. Um, the spiritual way of life that I took on five years ago have relieved the struggle. However, Daily, I maintain that spiritual connection through the prayer and meditation, through, you know, uh, take being selfless, through not acting dishonestly, through working through fears, through uh, helping other people. Um, and so it's not a struggle to stay sober, but I do take action on a daily basis to maintain that spiritual connection. Yeah. If that makes sense. Totally, man. And, um, yeah, that, I mean, I get it. And I know that, you know, like the way I look at it is, I, and I, you've said this in the past, like you, the reason you got to where you are is because of God and also because of yourself. Like you actively did what it took to get where you needed to be. And I'm proud of you for that. Um, and I think other people can do the same, but it's. It, I want it to be very clear. I have so much sympathy and I know people can be in a dark place. And, um, you know, I've, I've known people, obviously, and, um I've never struggled with uh, what I would say is like a hardcore drug addiction. Uh, my dad, had, you know, did and maybe still does. I don't know. Um, so I don't, you know, I, I hear you and I obviously think I have a lot to learn. But the only thing I can say is you fall back on just busting your ass and hard work and long term. And that's at some point, that's all you can do. Like if there's something more to it, I mean, then there, maybe there's nothing you can do about that. I don't know. No, I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. It requires that. Uh, well, I'm not even saying that I'm right. I'm just expressing how I feel and think. You know, I don't know. It does. I mean, with the, I think it's with anything that you do. It requires you busting your ass. It requires taking 10 times the amount of action you normally would. Um, because you're not going to go anywhere just sitting still. Yeah. You know. And I don't know about you, but not a lot is handed to me. And probably not a lot was handed to you. Like it, it I've, takes, I've been helped out tremendously but but on a day-to-day basis i mean my mom blessed me like crazy with showing me how to buy real estate and and setting me up when i first started uh but but i've one million percent done all the work that was required and never did something that i I, uh wish i would have done more i've done as much as i possibly could there's been i mean you've helped me out tremendously there's a lot of people that help you out along the way um and a lot of opportunities but it's not like you just get plopped in here and no still every day right Always action. And I think that that is uh, absolutely uh, with anything you're trying to do. Same with, you know, staying recovered and staying sober. It takes takes action. Mm-hmm.
faith without works is dead you know there's uh there's a lot of action required mm-hmm. well let's leave them with that message <laughs> you know just trying to help here guys like i say man it's important that uh you guys know where we're coming from we have good hearts about this and we we really just want to help uh, any way we can we you know we all have big dreams and goals and you know hopefully you hopefully no ego is seen here because i i try every day to to kill my ego um, so I don't want to come off a certain way, but I appreciate everyone tuning in and listening and uh, always learning every day. You get stuff to learn from everybody. Sturgill Simpson and Coffee Black. Check them out. <laughs> Hope you guys have a great day. Please uh, like, comment, subscribe. Hit us with some real questions. We want to get those answered. Uh, give us a call. Austin, Texas. We want to grow multiple markets. We need people. We need all the right people we can get. We can't do this alone. Appreciate your time. Go have a great day. See you all next week. Get it. Thank you.